Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback competition? The outcome might surprise you. I don't know if a lot of people, I don't want to say anybody, but I don't know if a lot of people are going to see this one coming. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackvine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today I'm going to drop a little nugget on you guys. I think that the outcome of the Steelers QB one to replace the QB one competition this week is going to end with a bit of a surprise. I don't know. I didn't see it coming. I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. I know my co-host Steven did not see it coming. But there's already a feel out there of what's going to go on. So let's start with Kenny Pickett. He's the biggest variable in this entire equation. He's in concussion protocol. He has to clear concussion protocol, which that's very complicated. But just to lay it out in very simple terms, he can't have any symptoms. And he has to practice at least twice before Sunday in order to be cleared. Cleared means that he's seen by an independent neurologist who clears him, says he doesn't have any signs. He was able to physically perform, blah, blah, blah. He checks all these boxes. If he's cleared, he is playing. Mike Tomlin made that very, very clear. You have to believe him. The thing is, is that you look at the situation and you say, all right, well, Kenny Pickett cleared concussion protocol faster than anybody in concussion protocol already once this season. It's a little weird and far-fetched maybe to say that that situation happens again twice within two months. Just seems like that's a bit unrealistic. So the Steelers are preparing for him not to play. Meanwhile, I have to say that I was surprised he practiced. So if I'm wrong in this situation, it wouldn't necessarily shock me. Kenny Pickett did practice. He was uh, limited, which means that He was just involved in individual drills. He didn't do anything team. He just took a couple of reps, threw the football a couple of times to guys, but no pads. He wasn't involved in any contact. He definitely didn't get into a huddle. It was just very, very limited work, individual with the quarterback, maybe a couple of receivers, that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubitsky split first team reps. All parties involved acknowledged that Mike Tomlin said that that was going to happen coming into the week, and he actually followed through with it. Now, that hasn't been the case in times past. I mean, Mason Rudolph is taking reps at practice for essentially the first time since training camp, and you could say that, oh, he was involved in a quarterback competition, but I truly don't believe that he was actually involved in a quarterback competition back in July. I think that just like all the times before that, the Steelers 
somewhat teased Mason Rudolph. And, and that's not me saying, oh, Mason Rudolph should be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers or, you know, my buddy Mark Caboli makes it very known that Mason Rudolph is the best quarterback in Pittsburgh. I do not follow that notion. But I do think that the Steelers have kind of just dragged Mason around a little bit and just said, hey, yeah, 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 definitely. And then no, at the end, it was somebody compared it to drunk dialing an ex or, you know, friend zoning somebody. And I kind of followed that that timeline, that uh, narrative there, because I believe that that's what they've done to Mason Rudolph. This time it's different. This time it's real. You know, he actually does have an actual chance, a legitimate opportunity to go out there and prove that he should be cornerback one for week 15. And that's why it gets interesting. It gets interesting because that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense for the Pittsburgh Steelers to actually have a quarterback competition in week 15 to replace their starter for one week with two guys, neither of whom will be here next season. What are you testing out? Why are you doing this? I think it's because the Steelers actually want to win and they believe that they still have a shot at the postseason and they're not super sold that their actual quarterback two is good enough to get them where they need to be. I think that the Steelers have somewhat lost faith in Mitchell Trubisky and they're looking at Mason Rudolph and saying, okay, are you any better? I don't know if he is. You look at the stats, Mitch Trubisky is one and three with his most impressive game as a Pittsburgh Steelers coming the first time Kenny Pickett had a concussion where he just step in against Tampa Bay, went off, had that fourth quarter drive where he found Chase Claypool on the sideline. It was beautiful. That was the best game Mitch Trubisky's played all season. Meanwhile, Mason Rudolph is four, five, four, and one with a lot of help from a very dominant defense in 2019 a meaningless loss to the Cleveland Browns the year after in week 17, 18. I don't remember if it was already week 18 at that point, but a meaningless loss to the Browns and a, and a team that was pretty much half-heartedly there. And it, it was a lot of Mason Rudolph just kind of showing himself. He didn't really need to win that game. And then a tie to the winless Detroit Lions. The resume is not great on either side. And I think coming into the season, the Steelers looked at this and said, okay, we already know what we have in Mason Rudolph. We know that he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback or he's going to do a, anything crazy or really he can't even beat a winless team. We know what we have in Mason Rudolph. I think the Steelers acknowledged that and they said it's not enough and he's not worthy of being a starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. Somewhat agreed. So they brought in Mitch Trubisky. And I don't think that Mason should have actually had a shot to compete for the starting job this summer because you brought in Mitch Trubisky, who has starting experience, who has won in the past a lot more impressively than Mason Rudolph has and has a lot of the upside that you hoped Mason Rudolph had but didn't. So you brought him in, expected him to be the starter, and then you used a first-round draft pick on Kenny Pickett, who's the future of the quarterback position for the Steelers. All made sense. Mason doesn't actually get a shot. He's the third string, but he's a reliable third string. Mitch is going to start. If Mitch doesn't pan out, he's the backup. The Steelers hope he panned out. He didn't pan out. Kenny Pickett's in there. Here we are. But I think the Steelers' return on investment in Mitch Trubisky is very off, very poor, and they've hit a point where they don't truly believe they could win with him. 
because that's the only reason they'd be holding a quarterback competition between a guy who's actually the third string and a guy who Mike Tomlin says is 2B, but feels like this. And Mike yesterday called you and, and Mitch 2 and 2A, but he's the one that's been active on Sunday. He says, has it felt like that to you, or have you felt more like a, you know, a, a three, for lack of a better phrase? I felt like I hadn't been active on Sundays. <laughs> if they believed in Mitch Trubisky, there would be no questions here. Mitch would be the starter. Tomlin would make it very clear so that there's no controversy throughout the week. And then he would say, okay, go ahead. And if it was just another facade, if it was him saying, okay, we don't want anybody in Carolina to know who our starting quarterback is this week, which makes a lot of sense. This is the NFL. They do that all the time. You would do that. You would say, hey, Mitch is the, or we're going to hold a competition. We're going to let both of them compete. But really, it would be Mitch Trubisky taking most of the reps, Mason taking a little bit. I spoke to a number of people in the locker room yesterday. It was a 50-50 split. There was no, oh, Mitch holds the upper hand, Mason holds the upper hand. It is a 50-50 split, which again goes full circle back to why. They wouldn't do this if they had enough faith in Mitch Trubisky to be an actual backup and then a starter. They saw that he has a spark when he goes into the game, but that spark faded quick. He threw three interceptions against Baltimore and looked like he did way too much, and technically he lost a game. Wasn't great. You could look at his record and say, oh, yeah, he's one and three. Really, he's one and four. And you could give the win to Tampa Bay, so he's two and four. But that's not impressive for a guy you're paying $14 million to, and the Steelers know that. Steelers look at this situation and say, we might have messed up big. And I think that that gives the upper hand to Mason Rudolph. And the feel in the locker room is that Mason Rudolph's going to be the starter. And I don't know, it just feels different from every time in the past. The inside scoop is that the vibe is Mason's going to start on Sunday. I don't know if anybody wants to hear that. I don't know if that's good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if that means they're going to beat the Carolina Panthers or lose poorly. And if that means it's the beginning or the end of Mason Rudolph's next run, I have no idea. What I do know is that the Pittsburgh Steelers have brought in a guy and given him an opportunity where he hasn't truly played or done anything at all, not taking practice reps. The dude had to barter for two reps during the bye week with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett for a practice rep. Now he's coming in here and out of nowhere, he's competing to start on Sunday. You don't do that unless you believe that your first option is not worthy of being your first option. And at that point, your mind's pretty much already made up. Mason just doesn't have to lose the job. And right now, it feels like Mason's going to start against the Panthers. If Kenny returns to practice, that's all out the window. But right now... It looks like Kenny's going to take a week. He's going to actually get healthy. The Steelers aren't going to risk any long-term injury or serious negative effects when it comes to a concussion, and they're going to take it slow with him. And they're going to give the job to Mason for one week and say, hey, we don't trust Mitch. We don't really trust you either. But we got to try something because we need to win in Carolina to keep these playoff hopes alive. And that's going to fall on Mason Rudolph's shoulders.